0: I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the merperson. Hey
1: y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy.
2: This is Ray, and I play Cammie the Kitsune. Hey,
3: I'm Adam Bash, I'm the storyteller, and welcome to BruteForce. Six, five patrons welcome to the gilded ram grok house and Tea room i have awesome jasper Spitwhistle, whistle and <laughs> i don't know if you've looked around lately but we did do a little bit of minor upgrading to the bar here um at least in my esteem in my opinion you will notice that the stage has been increased by about twofold and that is because oftentimes i feel it's a little bit I know, claustrophobic up here. I do like to mill about, walk from side to side, you know, really play with the space. And occasionally, you know, as I, you know, move around and I'm telling a story, and I'm, 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 in, I'm in the process of embodying like eight people at once, it has happened that I have taken a slight tumble off the front of the stage on occasion. Um, to the point where I um, have apparently picked up a bit of a, I don't know, a teasing name, if you will. Uh, people have started calling me on his Ass Jasper, um, which originally I thought was, was interesting. I thought they were saying Honest Ass Jasper, like my ass is extremely honest and, um, you know, well-formed, and that's not what it was. It was on his ass Jasper, which is hurtful, honestly. Um, Because oftentimes when I fall off the front of the stage, I fall on my my front side anyway. So it's not even accurate. So anyway, the stage has been increased in size about twofold. Um, It has caused some seating issues and I decided, you know, standing room only is a good way to go. You know, most most real popular clubs around up in the, you know, the Austin region, you know, places where you know, there's a little bit of a high society. They don't really put these little tiny dinky tables and chairs throughout. You know, you stand while someone's performing. It's, it's very interesting. Um, and so we start to do that. That's fine. Um, if you'd like to sit, sit on the floor, you know, crisscross applesauce. It's fine with me. But um, don't sit on the front of the stage, please. And no setting of drinks on the front of the stage. Um, and actually, please leave those cones where you see them. There's a reflective orange cones around the front, maybe 10% of the stage are there just as a precautionary measure um, for your safety and my own. So, uh, anyway, last time the Brew Force was, um, well, they were split up and they were getting ready to, you know, hopefully reconvene. Um, Hollis had taken uh, Leland and flown up to the top of, uh, of Rim, which was floating at this time, as it was wont to do. Leland had been hit, uh, well, he, he had got the crap kicked out of him in a fight, but then he also opened a jaw and got hit with an interdimensional, interplanar ball of plasma. You know, so he just, notably, he was taking a bit of a siesta at the time. And Mort had uh, traveled to the bottom, to the slash top, of that particular tower and found, um, well, kind of like a crystalline secretary. I don't know if they had administrative assistants or front desk people back then um some sort of a crystalline anomaly a, a hominid of some sorts that he plugged a little uh, a power orb into and now it's in i guess kill bot mode i'm not quite certain he reconvened with cammy after Cammie sang a song i guess and saved the day somehow that's the story that everyone wanted to tell but i'm sure there was a little more nuance there and off they flew on the magical striped beasts with wings a glistening and a glowing um And that's where we left off. So let's see what they reconvene with a certain (coughs) daring, dashing, and not at all on his ass and clumsy bard by the name of, well, moi. Leland, you are waking up in a tent. It is poorly fashioned, poorly hung, poorly insulated, poorly padded, and... It kind of doesn't smell great. Smells like a llama. And I thought they smelled bad on the
0: outside. (laughs) He's
1: actually in a llama.
0: Was it? Was it? Who's it? Wait, who's lost? That's what he says when he he jerk. He sits bolt upright as like Michael Myers, uh, the murderer would do, not the guy who played uh, Austin Powers. He's gonna sit up that uh, serial killer type of sit up, but very fast, and he's just gonna go. Wait, who's lost? And start looking around this tent. All right. Yeah, this tent, uh, like
3: I said, not great. Uh, the lighting in here is okay because there's plenty of light seeping in from outside because it's not like even really tacked down to the ground super well. It's been poorly assembled. Uh, but you do recognize that this tent is made out of the tarp uh, that you guys took from, I think you guys brought it from the boat. Yeah.
2: Does that mean that yanoff and jasper are up here yeah is it the full npc okay okay i would okay i just forgot
3: i
1: think everyone's
3: there aren't they that would be a good uh concept is that this was like the t- must have been where the tigriffs took all your npcs who were hanging off of the tigriffs yeah which would be yeah like jasper yanoff bobo bobo's alpaca rainbow or ribbons, ribbons. or whatever ribbons yeah. ribbons yeah, for sure
2: yeah for sure ribbons is up there
0: leland's gonna start just doing you know Checking spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. He's gonna be making sure everything's there. He's like, "Oh, my knives! Got my knives here. Got, got my knives. Here's my boot knife, my, <laughs> my belt knife, my boot knife, my sleeve knife. They're all my knives." He's checking his eyes. There. He's like, "Hold on now." He's gonna pat and he pulls out his little, uh, little drug pouch and he does a little snort. And it's like almost like smelling salts. And he's gonna just bebop out of the tent. And it's all right to be a little bitty little hometown <laughs> in a big old city
2: not any bitty
3: <laughs> uh yeah the tiger the tiger known as alan jackson gives you a, a wink and a nod uh oh,
0: who's outside God. of the tent I, I moved i guess i moved the flap pushed the flap up i'm assuming it's a flap yeah it's flapple
3: it's flappish
0: yeah, i'm gonna push it and jauntily step out
3: all right. First person you kind of you kind of run into is Jasper, who is sitting on a what looks like a the dock a, of the bay.
2: Yeah. A, no, yeah.
3: Well, there's no yeah. There's no docks here. Oh. Yeah.
2: Okay. That, that doesn't um, seem very yes and of you.
3: No, at first it seems like he's sitting on like just a big old fashionable rock, but then you do realize it is just a giant clump of dirt. Um that <laughs> he could not procure a good uh fashionable rock. So he is just kind of sitting on a clump of dirt. Yeah. He seems to have uh, his his journal out. He's just uh, writing some stuff down, doing his good bardic storytelling uh, recording process. Uh, he sees you stumble out of uh, the tent. He's like, oh, oh, my word. Leland, it's good to see you. We thought you were gone, us. You know, we thought you were just you're f- officially dead, dead. We were going to, you know, drop you on back at your tomb. We didn't really know what else to do with you. We figured, you'd, you know, you'd be fine for a while. You're pretty well preserved already but eventually we were going to just take you right over there to that tomb and just slip you right under the door uh but it's good that you're great
0: and backing up and ready what happened i mean you're i th- i got clobbered you know i was i was i was bobbing and weaving you know i was feeling pretty confident in my skills turns out shadow boxing in a tomb for 300 years it, the same thing as being in a real uh fight with some ne'er-do-wells and i got i got molly walloped you know what i mean uh um, my screws are still a little loose. I, I don't have screws. I'm not a Frankenstein monster. I'm a mummy. But, you know, it's a colloquialism about my brain box here rattling around. I see you're sitting on a dirt pile. I'm more partial to stumps. Is there any good stumps around here I could sit on? Yeah, there. there's a stump. There's a really awesome stump,
3: actually. But it's it's kind of I- occupado, if you know it. Classic. Me. And he, like, nudges. That's Spanish. He, like, shakes it. He shakes his head over in one direction and Bobo is hanging out on the biggest, most luxurious stump. It's actually somehow was carved out when when this this tree like was obviously chopped down, but it was chopped down in a way that like it's it's like concave somehow. I don't know what kind of saw they even use for that. It looks like it would form someone's ass cheeks perfectly. It's a great stump. Bobo is lounging upon it.
0: Is is some bitch still around? God, I guess scoot over. Let me squat on his dirt. Damn (laughs) fucking like a sewer rat man that sits around and I guess sewer rat would sit more around and sewage was like a, like a prairie dog. They like dirt. Like I said on this, I'm vamping while the game master says goodnight to his adorable child. That's why I'm going on. Uh, Luckily I've cultivated this type of ridiculous persona. So people think it's just normal, <laughs> but in fact, it is a clever ruse. I don't I know that all too well.
3: <laughs> a man after my own heart. That's exactly what I do. Um. Well, yeah, no, it's um. here we are. We've been we've been just kind of hanging out, setting up base camp, you know, getting a little rest. In I realized recently, and I tried to pitch this to the rest of the, the group here, that we haven't slept in probably... Five to seven months, um, and I felt that was poor planning. Um, we also hadn't gone to the bathroom in quite some time either, so you know, all things being told equal, it seemed like a prime opportunity to, to take care of a few of these basic things. Um, so we've just been kind of kicking back, you know, taking naps on and off, peeing off the side of the of the of rim. You should really try that. That's pretty radical. You just, just go right over to the edge and you pee off, but you got to be careful, because if you get the wrong wind, it just wr- right back up at you.
0: Yep. Pissing into the wind.
3: You do notice that Jasper's hat, is it looks like it's, it's pretty moist at this point. <laughs> anyway, as Jasper pitches Leland on peeing over the side of the island, what, is, what does Leland think? Is he going to give it a go, or is he like, that's not his he doesn't, does your plumbing even yeah, work? I don't really have any, yeah. you
0: know, first off, it would take me forever to, to, you know, unwind all these bandages to get my shriveled old pecker out Two, uh, it is shriveled because of the mummification. It was completely average at life. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Uh, Ray is pantomiming a, a poof of, of dust, but it would be hilarious if he tried to pee in it. just a little puff of dust comes out. <laughs> Yeah, none of those, none of those plosives came through because your microphone is too good. But until that last one. Uh, all right. Well, since you avoided my trap wherein you were going to pee all over your friends joining you. Uh, look, there come your <laughs> friends over the edge of the island of Rim. Uh, you see Tigris riding upon them are and Cammy. And then also there's a, a weird crystalline thing that like. It's flying on some sort of magical jet propulsion. Uh, are there a couple of tents in the encampment? Yes. Okay. They're, well, yes, but they're all made out of the same tarp. Okay. So it's just like there's places where the tarp has like rocks placed down in the middle of it because this tarp was gigantic. But obviously the people that are staying here do not want to share tent with each other. Sure. Uh, and so it has been poorly made into several tents uh, that are all kind of conjoined.
1: Can I say that there are only a couple of them rather than several? Can I use the
3: fake point to say there's only a couple of them? Okay, there's a couple of them. You do also notice that the one that Leland was in has a sock hanging off of the uh, little uh, twig on the top of it.
1: Uh, camp Cammy, I, I, I don't like the look of this. I, I don't like the atmosphere around this camp. It's two tents. You <laughs>
0: spent a fate point for that fucking joke. I yep. would
2: have, I would have rather been pissed on. I would have rather in. This is Cammy. I, okay, ra- I, ra- I would have sure switched to my right. human form, but I would have rather been pissed. No, it wasn't me. I would have rather been pissed on than heard <laughs> that joke. But now oh, we're living in this. Okay, two tents. One's obviously just for the 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 tigriffs. Obviously just for the tigriffs. Uh, so I guess all the rest of us are camping up in one.
0: Wait, but who's who's boning down? Oh, I was just airing out my socks. They was damp.
2: Oh no! Oh no one's is that oh, the no universal sign? No is mourning? that is that
0: the new universal sign for fucking? Did that change when I was in? Socks is
2: yeah. Socks socks is a flag. Oh. I'm pretty sure.
0: Hi, Leland. Hi, I see we won the fight.
2: I, I'm glad you didn't die.
0: Yeah, glad glad to see you back on your feet. How are you feeling? No, you know I, I, I'm here for a, for a good time, not a long time. You know, uh, I was feeling not great. I did some drugs. Had a conversation with Jasper. Um, That was fun. Uh Jasper has pissed upon himself in his face. (laughs)
3: All right, no, it's not. It was raining earlier. It wasn't wasn't raining. There's nothing else wet. That was a
1: secret.
2: Does it rain ammonia in Vrim? Adam, can I roll history to see if it rains ammonia? You can use a fate point to say that it does rain
3: ammonia. (laughs) (laughs) No, she doesn't want it to rain ammonia.
2: I don't want to rain ammonia. That's gross. Yeah, no, it yeah, you had all that asparagus the other night for dinner and <laughs> it just happens to be Listen, right I'll
3: now. just give you guys I'll just give you guys a quick recap here. You know, we set up all this stuff, you know, we've been camping, we've been chilling. Um, you know, uh I would give you a more thorough recap, but most of this uh, particular part of our journey has been intense.
2: Okay. Um. <laughs> that
3: was a good one. That was a good one, Jasper.
1: I like that. Yeah, I know. See that's Did that cost you a fake point as well?
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, I got infinite. <laughs> oh God. Uh this is our this is our battle bot. Her name's not Crystal, but I keep wanting to call her Crystal.
1: You you named her Marty.
2: I named her Marty? Yes. That sounds good. She right. did have
3: a very cool name and you changed it to Marty. She did have a very well thought out, planned oh. out name that we just kept screwing up.
2: No, this, this is our best. Uh, this is our best battle bot friend. Uh, her name's Marty. She's really cool.
3: Is Crystal not on the table? Because I would really. I think that would be. That would be. I mean, you know it's. I mean, it's whatever to anybody. I mean, whatever you guys want. What's this say. thing? Uh,
2: okay, okay, okay. What? Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. Crystal, yeah. as sort of your full Christian name, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, uh, and then we call you Chrissy for short. How does mm. that? Is that good? I guess. Yeah. Okay.
3: I am I'm ambivalent. I don't know why you're all interested Mm -hmm. in this names that end with the E sound. Like if that's very important to you uh, to.
2: It makes it it makes it fun.
3: Yeah. Or or diminutive, I guess. If that's what you're looking for.
2: Fun in a sorority way where it's like everyone pretends to be fun, but uh, everyone acknowledges internally, not outwardly, but internally that they hate it here and that this is all incredibly performative. Uh, But. It gives the outward appearance that we're like a fun group. And that is more important than how we all feel internally. This is the logic behind sororities. I I would like to make sure that Jewel is actually resting. <laughs> like for Jewel to actually land and head on over uh, to the tent. How far are we from civilization in this little uh, like tent city that we have constructed on the edge here i mean
3: you guys are at the edge of of the island itself which Mm -hmm. i mean you could see the palace from here it's pretty far i mean palace is pretty central to the island also of note as you're checking out this palace there does seem to be a significant portion of it missing
2: oh hey what hey what portion what portion of the palace is missing
3: Uh, So from your position, like a big chunk of the outer wall, at least you can tell is missing. You could just kind of see parts of the inner palace from where you are, uh, which you should not be able to do.
2: Um, Does it look like there was a clear chunk taken out of it? Or does it look like there was mayhem and destruction and like it collapsed? Like, was it is it a clean hole or is it a messy hole, Adam?
3: I had that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need you to roll me an investigate.
2: I I would love to do that for you. Pulling up the dice. Okay. Uh so that is a a positive one, baby.
3: You don't notice like any outward signs of battle, like there's not like any visible charring from where you are. It like looks pretty normal, but you are way too far away to get a real good idea as to whether this was like something that was mechanically done or yeah. magically done or
2: but it yeah, is focused to on one section, so it doesn't look like this was the trauma of it rising out of the sea. Like, do you know what I mean? No.
3: Yeah. It, to, to the point where there's there are, like, sections of the wall that overhang where sections are taken out. So, like, it's not purely a gravitational-related thing, obviously.
2: Okay. Hey, uh, uh, God, I hate that I'm asking for this. Hey, Jasper. You're the only. Person around. you kind of have a little vantage point here. Um, What's
3: up? I'm trying that one out. How's that work? Is that that great?
2: Kimmy turns on her heel to go and find Yanoff. <laughs> hey, Yanoff. Oh, oh my gosh! Hey, hey, everybody's back. They're they're, they're back.
3: Oh, did have you guys been back?
2: Oh, uh, just for a little bit. We had a little piss talk. Um, you know how you know how oh piss talks gosh. are. Oh my gosh.
3: I took a, I took a, nobody tells me anything. Oh my gosh. How are you? What, what, what's going on? What'd you guys find?
2: Anything so, exciting? Here's, this is my new friend Chrissy. Holy shit. That thing's amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. Chrissy. That's so cool.
3: Is it, are you like, Is a crystal, like a, like a, like a robot thing. What's it run on? Have you taken its head off yet?
2: Uh, okay. Oh, actually. Yeah. No, we did. We did. It's head does a lot of things. It's in battle mode right now. Uh, She's in battle mode. I am so sorry, Chrissy. Um, Yeah, no, Chrissy's in battle mode, so I wouldn't piss her off. Um, Side note about battle mode. Did you see what happened to the castle? Or, like, were you around for that? Was it intact when you got here?
3: Okay, interesting, interesting. So we've been here for, ugh, at this point, it's not quite been a full full day, but it's almost been. I mean, you guys were, if you remember, you guys were interplanar for a few hours, but it was like fourteen hours, uh, like on this side. At this point, also, it's important to note that it is like midday.
2: Oh, okay. Uh,
3: yeah. So, th- so that's like that. That was that was like that this morning. Uh, you know, we just kind uh, of you know, all took a little early nap last night, a little early bedtime. Uh, mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. thing you know, wake up this morning. Sure enough, something, something's fucky-ducky going on over there. I don't know what it is. It looks cool, though, <laughs> you know? So, I I mean, I don't, I, I didn't hear anything. Um, there was no big booms. I would have definitely woken up for that. Got to check that out. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was fine yesterday. Today, we've got part of a castle missing. Hey, uh, Yanov,
1: uh, Take, take a look at this. Um, he th- throws Yanov the lightning wandy thing with the buttons. He's like, that'll probably be interesting to you. You could probably do something with that, right? I don't know what, but, you know, you might like to examine it a bit.
3: Okay, yeah. I mean, this thing looks pretty pretty cool. It's, uh, don't point it gotta, at anyone gotta, gotta, when no, the he, he pushes the button immediately.
2: Oh, oh God. Oh, no. Oh, No.
3: <laughs> uh all right he has pressed the he's pressed the button on this thing he rolled uh a negative two which was is not great <laughs> uh i don't think he was looking at it but he definitely wasn't pointing it away from himself uh so he presses the button and a bolt of lightning like launches out of it i don't know if it's pointed at him or away from him i guess i'm just gonna See? roll
2: is canonically very good at, at, at building uh, robot bodies because he did all the Frankies. So if anyone has to get a cybernetic arm, just saying. Sure.
3: I am going to roll a single uh, fudge die, a little fate die. If it's a positive, nothing bad happens. If it's a neutral, something bad, but not necessarily to any of you happens. Uh, and if it's a minus, something bad happens to one of you. Okay.
2: Mm, don't love this.
3: All right. It is a minus. Fuck. Now we just have to determine which direction this thing was pointed. I'm going to roll another one of these uh, fate die. Uh, we'll make uh, Leland the plus. We'll make Cammie the neutral. And we'll make Mort the minus. What about Chrissy?
1: <laughs> this, is a,
3: this is a minus. Shit. <laughs> Hoisted by my own putout. Mort, you get hit by this lightning charge. Now, Yanov is quick to, like, like, try to turn it back off and flick the button again. So it just, like... Catches you in the chest and knocks you back, uh, but it hurts like a sum. Well, it's like, no, don't press that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't oh, hurt it you is. enough since we're not in battle, it doesn't hurt you enough to like do any damage that's going to be long spread. I mean, it's a two stress hit, but you can just take that out of battle without it really affecting anything. So just don't do it immediately again.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, oh my god, yeah, uh, yeah, what, what's up? <laughs> You think you could figure out how to, I don't know, mass produce these and we could sell them as weapons of war and become very, very wealthy as, you know, uh, weapons dealers, arms dealers. Uh, This could be a great avenue for you and for me. I'm willing to, I'm shark on shark tank for 50% split. Let's make murder weapons for your I mean, it's
3: it it's not a bad idea. It's not the least intriguing thing anybody's ever suggested to me. But I will say something that my mother told me long, long ago. She was adamant that when she said, live by the wand, die by the wand.
0: She's talking about Hitachis. I'm talking she about She was a
3: pro- she was a prostitute, but um But it's the, 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 the gist of it remains the gist of it remains that um, if we become mass
0: producers of weapons, boy, I mean, I don't feel that's great for your karmic debt first of all, no, but it's great for my pockets and my resources, and if I live forever, but as a warlord, man, I would say you can't take it with you, but I mean you did certainly, so. I did take it with me. I was in that tomb for three hundred years.
3: I, I've i technically already been a producer of mass uh, means of destruction. I made a lot of Frankies. They were used for nefarious means. And, you know, here we are. They were, they were used to save the world. Oh, sure, those were. But I did also sell a huge contingent of them to Alondia as uh, soldiers, if you remember. Right, yes. Uh, and yeah. then you guys did have to fight them at the Alondian Next Top oh, yeah, Paragon they, competition. They changed them into bears or something and they, they were like weird bear skeletal things it was really not great um
0: so you know you live you learn you get loves you know whatever that's fine i mean it was just an idea i was just look in a way for her to make a little money that's all i was just it's just an idea
2: i mean it's a great side look he needs a hobby okay he we, like doesn't have a lot of his ham robots so if you're looking, actually, for
3: new- actually, oh, funny no. you say that. Yeah. I've been working on a little something. Uh, hold on one second. And he runs and in back into the tent uh, and then he runs back out from the tent. Uh, and it's just he's just he's just standing there and he's got uh, a loose, like leathery mask over his face he's like listen okay 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 i know i know it looks kind of weird but check this out
2: Yanov, if this is a sex thing we're stopping the conversation now
3: Listen, I don't know how many times I have to tell you everything can be a sex thing to some people. This one, not to me currently right now, but also check this out. And he like twists a knob on the side of this thing as he's looking at you and the mask like tightens up in certain places, balloons in other places. And it looks like a obvious fake, but surprisingly well, like well done facsimile of your face. It looks exactly like. Cammy,
2: a fox or the a human fox? Cammy. Fuck! Ugh.
3: It looks like Cammy the fox. Now it obviously is fake. Like if you looked at, it's not like we're going to have a situation where it's like which one is the real Cammy. You can. It's tell.
2: not face off. Yeah, it's not I'm face not off. Nicholas Cage.
3: Well, it's no. already pointing his bow and arrow both
1: them Going, I don't know which one. I don't know which one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but if you pass, but if you pass this person in the street. Uh, without really like thinking too much of it, you would just think that was a Katsune.
2: Hey, it does, it, is that weird? Is that weird leather gimp mask? Does that only look like my my head or can it do other people?
3: No, that's the cool thing about it. He looks over at Mort and twists the knob a different direction and it turns right into a facsimile of Mort's face.
2: Okay. Do you have to see the person while you're doing this? Do you have to point it yeah, at them Yeah,
3: that's kind of the thing. Yeah, it's like uh, you look at somebody, you twist the knob, it becomes a facsimile pretty good facsimile, I feel, of their face, uh, and then you're said pretty, and then if you look at somebody else and do it, it'll turn into their face. It's uh, it's adaptive.
1: I imagine that would work very well on uh, Crystal. She doesn't have the, the lumps underneath the, the mask already. If you see what I mean. That
2: is so fucking horrifying. I see what you mean. This concept is so... That we're going to put the weird leather gimp mask over the, like robot. If
1: for any reason we need to disguise the fact that we've got an ancient crystal robot that we obviously stole from an ancient crystal structure. Which of
2: us do you think she should look like? I think it should be Bobo. (laughs) My my, my bonus is the mask goes on Chrissy as as Bobo's face. (laughs) I mean, it can do animal faces because it can clearly do my snoot.
3: Are you saying that you're an animal?
2: I'm saying it's animal features. Okay.
1: So we could I'm sure somehow use this to, like, kidnap the prince or something. You no, know, make the prince look like someone else, or make someone else look like the prince, or...
2: Or, uh, dress Leland up like Ephraim, oh. and then have him walk on in. You know, some shit like that.
3: That's a great invention, Janov. Well done. Yeah, no, a few things about it. Um, I'm just gonna hand this off to whoever would like to have this thing...
2: That seems like something Leland should have. I I, Leland is going to use it in an irresponsible way that I am approving of. There you go,
3: Leland. A handful of of caveats on this. Um, It does require you to be within three feet of the person that you're trying to mimic the face of. He's
0: already put it on, and he looks like Yanoff, and he's like, A caveat with this is you have to be (laughs) a big, dumb piece of shit to wear (laughs) it. (laughs) That's <laughs> uncanny. Um, also,
3: big dumb piece of shit. One other thing I would like to point out to you that it does have a slight cost to bear. Um, just a just a little one. Um, it, I don't know how to re- ref, uh, or refer to this uh, from a non-meta standpoint, but it does cost a fate point to use. Just as a heads up. <laughs> just as a heads up. Whatever, whatever you, you when you think of a fate point, one point of your fate is expended. <laughs>
2: Oh when you God. use this thing. That's <laughs> terrifying. That's terrific.
3: Yeah, it also steals a part of your soul. Okay, so listen, um, Hollis was here earlier um, and just was like, seemed just out of it. Started like wandering generally in the direction of the palace, but didn't really say much. I don't know, she seemed like she'd been on like a little bit of a, a bad tear of things. Yeah, she did chomp a dude right in half. So uh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, it's maybe it's the old chomp chomp frenzy. You know, I've had that myself once or twice. It happens.
2: Hold on, we're we're in a okay. We are up against. Yonoff, I don't know if we have told you this explicitly. It, we've we've had a busy day or two. Um, we are up against vampires. That's sort of what we are. We're there are some antagonistic vampires running around this island that we need to kind of deal with. Um, they do have some charmy type of. I've read some. Hey, I've read some. Um, Adult for women literature, uh, and if that is to be believed, then these vampires have some very charm, trancy person mind control effects that really? they can do. Yeah.
3: What What was the name? Of, what was the name of the of the literature that you read, perchance? Just as that, just as you I know, mean, just in case I was, you know, looking to read about these particular charming vampire things.
2: Well, okay, okay, okay. Um, do you just want one? Of the names of the your, maybe
3: your favorite, maybe your absolute favorite one.
2: Oh gosh, you're putting me on the spot. Okay. Um mm, I mean it's gotta be Blood Bank, I guess. I guess it's gotta oh. be Blood Bank. Yeah. Who
3: who who was who wrote that? i just if I'm gonna look it up at the local library.
2: Jasper. <laughs> s- s- split whistle.
3: <laughs> oh, Jasper leans over and says <laughs> convenient that that would be your favorite I don't know if you know this but yes the split whistle is believe it or not one of my mini noms de plume yes blood bank is indeed one of my uh more pedestrian works but you know the, the, the hoi polloi seem to just rabble over it
2: okay first of all I'm strictly all hoi no polloi second of all
3: <laughs> oh don't fool yourself you polloi plenty sweetie you, what, how is that gross? What does that mean? <laughs> if it's gross, you've made it gross.
2: It's so gross. I, yeah, look, you're
3: pulling right now.
2: That's, that's disgusting. Stop I will never. Stop annoying
1: She's for She's all a second. over the place. She can't stop.
2: Cammy like, pulls her huge fluffy tails in front of her body so you can barely see her. Or just her little <laughs> snoot is peeking out from behind her tails. Okay, if we could all stop. I'm not pulling right now. God, so no,
1: gross. you have stopped now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, i'm gonna point it out every time you do for I one.
2: T- <laughs> okay i Jasper. uh it's it's cool that that apparently you're able to tell a good story i hate when you speak when you when you write it down apparently you can make the words good but this in-person thing hey not your bag dog and that's fine that's fine um but yeah that was probably my favorite So <laughs> All la blood bank? Do we think Hollis got trans? <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> by,
2: but you know, like by the by the pheromones, because that's how it works. yeah. Oh,
1: you think Hollis got mind controlled and and walked off that way? I thought you were just telling Yanov no. in, in general that there were vampires that do <laughs> mind saying- control.
2: Bring up I didn't bring up a bunch of adult literature, which by the way, more it means smut. That's what it means. That's what we're talking about. Oh here. yeah, I, I, I didn't I just know. insert that into conversation for the fun of it. It was relevant to the plot. Well
1: yeah, I, I thought you were just telling Yanov, you know, what we were up against. I didn't realize that's what you uh, thought had happened. Zahottis. I mean, it's possible.
2: I mean we we know we know, um uh Ray winks, uh we know that y- you can do some mind control i mean we know that's happened
1: i (laughs) mean we've already established that i know that you were hoodwinking me this whole time with with that stuff what'd you say i I know i know i don't have mind control cammy who me shot who i
3: (laughs) what (laughs) who shot who
2: what are are you talking about whose dog (laughs) <laughs> All right, maybe
3: maybe we could focus up a little bit. Let's go back to the part where we were talking about how good my writing was. I did appreciate that that part. He falls off his dirt clump, uh, and his piss hat falls in his own mouth, <laughs> and he runs off into the into the tent uh, to sulk about it. Jasper runs off to uh to to just drown his sorrows and I guess piss at this well, point.
2: Well, ho- well, hopefully, I hope he's putting some of this uh, in energy into. Good smut writing, because canonically we've now made it that Jasper's a good writer, which is the first canon talent we've given this man. As uh, s-
3: he did drop his journal, by the way, uh, <gasps> when he like fell <laughs> off the dirt clump. Cam-
2: Cam- Cammy yoinks that so fast she puts it right in her book bag. Okay, so for okay, we we need or worried that Hollis might be mind controlled. We also haven't slept in three weeks. Um, gosh, I I think we should stealth mish towards the castle and try to figure out what damage it what no I almost thought what if Hollis did that but that was there way before Hollis wandered off um if is just capable of semi-sonic booms <laughs> we didn't know. Um really
3: it really makes you think that you need to build everything that you have ever worn out of the metal of that gate that she could not break because yeah. apparently it's the most it, it's fucking adamantium down there
2: yeah. So, should we like stealth mish up to the castle, try to figure out what's going on, and then keep an eye out for our shark friend?
1: I think so. Yeah. I mean, we we can't leave her just wandering in the days.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. I think we should go up. Go up there, Leland. Thoughts?
0: Uh, I concur. Uh, hey, if you
3: guys are dealing with a, like a whole vampire stitch, like I do have some connections I could reach out to. Uh, some vampire hunters maybe like we could maybe h- hire somebody to get out mm. here and mm. help deal with this thing. I'm
2: so- You've just had a little black book of of productive mercenaries you just you have access to those folks?
3: I'm an established merchant absolutely I have a black book of mercenaries yeah.
2: Okay. I mean
1: we could I, I don't know about all the rest of them but we could maybe get in contact with Uh, Remember Who? Remember Remember?
2: I'm trying, but it, you, could you describe them?
1: She is a, a big old frost giant lady.
2: Who? What's wrong with
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? Am I am I not speaking correctly?
2: Who's on third? <laughs> I'm trying to Evan and Costello. I wanted us to bond a little bit. It's been look, we've gotten in a lot of combat lately, and it's getting real sticky. I'm just try, I'm just trying to vamp.
1: I take offense to that word. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know who's all right. So I'll I'll reach out, I'll do some I'll do some digging, but you're looking for a vampire hunter named Remember. Yes. Who? In particular. <laughs> okay. A vampire hunter named Who? Vampire hunter who. Okay No, re- yeah. Remember. Yeah, I'll remember. No, no, remember her name is Remember.
2: Is there a weirdly hot canon bisexual half vampire that also hunts vampires? Do you know one of them? Long blonde hair? More? Nope, decidedly not more. Wesley Snopes? I do believe they go by the name of Alucard. Do you know an Alucard?
3: No, that's Dracula backwards. That's just Dracula backwards. Yeah, no, that sounds like a fake. That sounds like a fake. What about Gizmo? He, that's a gremlin in in <laughs> process. That's a giz- That's a gremlin in no, process. I think.
1: I think just get remember because I think the others may want to kill me and me and remember we're we're, we're okay. As long as we got the money to, to pay her, of course.
0: We'd have a lot more money if we manufactured weapons of war and sold them on a mass scale.
3: Leland's <laughs> got money. Oh well, that's that'll be fine. Yeah, okay. I'll reach out to the Vampires Hunters Guild and see if I can't get a vampire hunter named Remember over here. That sounds great.
2: Yeah, don't forget. Don't forget her name.
3: I I won't. I've got it. It's oh. Um mm-hmm. it'll be fine. But I mean, honestly, if I tell them that there are vampires like just kind of in charge running around willy-nilly around here, that's probably going to... I mean, they're probably already on their way here. For, but we'll just sort it out. Maybe we'll rendezvous. All right, but you're already walking away from me, bye. Rendezvous.
2: <laughs> um, so I I think for a stealth mish, we maybe shouldn't take in the tigriffs and go fully in style.
1: Yeah, I, I think on, on foot is probably the best Yeah,
2: thing. I think Cam... Cammy like in human form in her tra- obviously with the traveling cloak pulled up because she's not about to just flash this flesh anywhere that's gross. She might as well be poloying if she's going to do that.
3: <laughs> that just she is polloying to to Cammy's this is what polloing is because poloy just <laughs> is the part of is the part of that means people. So like
2: <laughs> she's peopling right now. What is what polloi mean?
3: Common people ploy is common <laughs> and ploy peop- pull- is people basically, so it's like
2: yeah. So Cammy's yeah. K- coming in full ploy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's ploying all over the place.
2: Look, so sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you have to ploy intentionally, right? You don't want to just ploy all over, but if you're very, it's a, it's very important to the kitsune that we only ploy when necessary. <laughs>
1: And Mort's got his cloak also tightly drawn about him because it is midday.
2: Oh, good Mm. call. And Mm. I guess
1: maybe Leland's just like looking like Mort's twin or something because he's got his new
0: funky flesh mask. No, I'm not using a fake point for that shit. I'm just fucking walking through normal. (laughs) I'm
3: just gonna hold on. Actually, technically, you you could still be wearing it, looking like Yana. Just a goof. If you wanted to free
0: Aladdin, tricks the genie to get out of the well.
3: Um, All right. So you guys are marching onward towards the castle. You get a good part of the way there without really encountering anyone else. Like, not really encountering any people to speak of.
2: Are there, like, villages or houses that have been, like, abandoned? Or are we just going in a a way that doesn't have a lot of... Like, does it seem like people have been cleared out here? Or are we traveling away from people?
3: there are like homesteads uh, along the outer edge. And then as you get in further, there are like obvious residential areas that are completely like empty. No one is out in the streets as you're walking through. Uh, And as you get closer and closer to the palace, you kind of see why. And it's the fact that like everyone is like at the palace. Everyone is like, milling about in the streets around and inside the palace. People are just kind of like walking in to the like the the castle walls where there's this giant hole. Doesn't seem like it's really uh, like patrolled in any All way, right, shape, so or form. They're not
1: like outside like last time when they are protesting about food and
3: stuff. Yeah.
2: Vrim does love a mob. I gotta say, Vrim do love a mob.
3: But they don't seem like agitated. Just people are... Pr- like seem confused when you see the section of the wall that's missing like it seemed big when you were on the other side of the like at the edge of the island as you get here it's huge it's a solid like football field wide basically uh at the base and that's like the uh, the base of it is like the shortest part of it and it's a big circular chunk so as you get close up to it you could tell uh like it is definitely something that is uh, like it is a it is a designed cut it's not like this is just something smashed into it right could not have created this it is uh, it is like perfectly circular Uh, Mort in particular I would like for you to roll and investigate because this is maybe the, you're the can, person can that might I, have the most insight if into I think this. I know
1: anyway can I just say it
3: uh, like, yeah, but let's just see if your character knowledge. does it too, but I mean... Uh, one. <laughs> All right, what do you think, and we'll see if you're right.
1: Uh, this, this kind of looks like someone's, uh, done something with a giant ass with a glass here. Yeah, it kind of does.
2: Oh, oh! So
1: that, that kind of takes everything in a sphere around it, except, I mean, this is way bigger than any that I've encountered before.
2: Is it just the outer wall or is it part of the castle also?
3: Great question. It is part of the castle as well. If you would like to know what part of the castle, we're going to have to roll a- another investigate for that. But you are going to get a plus two because you have seen full schematics of this castle when you planned your heist. Uh,
2: I, I have one like note. I want to specifically look and see if it's the tower that they were keeping. um Queen. Mm. Anna? Yes.
1: I got a three for investigate that time.
3: Okay.
2: I got a four without anything. I got a four just with my roll. All
3: right. You notice that this is not the, the tower. The towers are actually all still standing. A chunk of the castle was taken, but it was a relatively small chunk of the castle that was taken along with the outer wall. But it is not an insignificant chunk of the, of the castle, as both Mort and Cammy realized after thinking back through their schematics. This was an area that s- stood out particularly to Cammy when planning out kind of like their infiltration route. This area that was taken serves two purposes. It was armory and vault.
2: Ooh. Oh the book was there Oh shit Wasn't that, wasn't that where the, the, they had hidden the book Because there, there was a an important book that we needed And that we didn't go back and get Because we were going to die or something Didn't they keep the book in the vault I, Did they like go get the book and then Like peace out
3: You have no active knowledge That they kept the book in the vault It's a reasonable expectation that they probably did And a more base explanation Might be that this is also where all of the riches of the kingdom of Alondria would be kept as well. Didn't um,
1: Yano's daughter, whose name I can't remember, uh, didn't she try to break in to
3: steal the book? Siggy, yeah, she did. She was hired to break in to steal it. She broke in, she got her hands on it, she got a real bad vibe, she put it back. Uh, Was that in the library that she broke in or was that like in the vault? Don't know that we ever covered where it was. I think it was would have been in the vault at that point. It was not something that was kept in a library.
2: Okay, how are we feeling about the theory that um the vampires are just money hungry? Cuz I think there's more. I don't think that they just got in this vault for the money and the Did they
1: mention the book to us? I'm sure somebody mentioned the book to us recently. Adam
2: did and he was talking to someone and it could have been himself and it could have been an NPC. Who's to say? Adam has definitely told us about that book.
1: Oh no, I mean I mean recently within the last couple of episodes, I'm sure it was brought up.
3: The only time that book has come up was when Siggy said that she had stolen it and then returned it because it gave her a bad vibe. Yeah. The name of the book was The Planar Geode, which came up because the vampires, I believe, were the ones that referred to like the crystals that you guys were. Uh, moving through as planar as the planar geode. Right. Um yeah. so like the crystal that Hollis up. and Cammy were trapped in um as well like and what was able to transfer you between planes, I suppose, was planar geode.
2: What if we operate under the assumption that moving this book or opening this book or some spell in this book is what caused the island to like to to go all crazy because it was called Planar Geode, and there's a bunch of fucking geodes they go to different fucking planes on the other side of it. But
1: then, didn't Yano say the castle was okay when they got to the camp earlier and vanished in the night? No, it was
2: no, it was already fucked up, right? I
1: thought he said it was okay, and then they woke up in the morning and it was
3: it was gone. It was it was okay. It was okay in the morning. Then it was fu- oh, sometime overnight. Fuck. Something happened, and the next day it was gone. Like so, this happened. This happened within the last like. Seven to eight hours.
2: Okay, so it must have been when the vampires left from us then, which means they got whatever shit they need. They got some crystals. They got whatever shit they needed, came back, went into the castle, went to the vault, got the book or whatever else is in the vault, and then used probably the shit that they got in the crystal to do this huge fucking wither glass thing. And they went... Maybe overboard, or maybe they intended to also get the armory in it. I don't know. But I, I think that the big chunk out of the castle was probably uh, a getaway. It was probably an escape they, route.
0: They did a heist and didn't invite us. How rude. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't know if it's because I was knocked unconscious by that feller, or is because of all the drugs, but I forgot we were doing a whole Save the King thing. I completely forgot that this was part <laughs> of a thing we were doing. Um, so... That glass, its a cause for concern. I just saw a cool hole in a castle. I, I completely forgot. You
1: also got got knocked out by your your sister's boat, not the dude. You survived, your dude.
0: You know, you get. I'm addlebrained.
3: <laughs> with your with your net plus six investigation, Cami, I also just texted you an extra piece of information as you're piecing all of this together. Uh, that you may want to share, or you may not. It's your choice.
2: All right. Okay. Um, we so we know that the the current king cooed to get on the throne because he locked his fucking sister in a fucking tower yes. that was upside down and dupeside side up, and that was rude. Uh, but he was being trapped in his mind, so we know he's being controlled. We have to assume it's by vampires now, I guess, because hat on a hat. Wouldn't it be wild if that was a whole other thing? And then, and then we found out that one of the vampires is Ephraim, who used to run your family's company and shit. So I, I feel like there's some kind of vengeance plot line in there somewhere. But another thing to think about, um, it, the, if there was important stuff in the vault and this whole thing is like all tied together with the floating shit. Um, if the vampires took a bunch of shit out of the vault and by that, I mean, if they took the vault off of this Island, should we think about whether the island's going to fall out of the whole goddamn sky? <laughs> should we be worried about that? Because I think, I think we should be worried about that.
1: I, that hadn't crossed my mind. I assumed that the crystals were levitating the island somehow. But if it was the book and the book is no longer here.
3: At this point, it's reasonable to to assume that the crystals had like were the reason why the 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 whole thing was able to levitate. It's also reasonable to assume that the vampires made that happen in some way, shape or form
2: to get it out of the water so that they could to get it out of the water
3: to be able to go reclaim. uh, Because as you know, very well, Mort, vampires cannot live very long in salt water they would be True. unable to access those towers. So by lifting this entire thing out of the water, they've given themselves access to these crystals to be able to start to do some of these things that they've, they've been perhaps using them for. Now that that is done, especially if the assumption is that they've grabbed what they've wanted and taken it somewhere, there would be no reason for this thing to be kept up in the air. And there's nothing saying that whatever like, brought it up in the first place is permanent. Is crystal with us? No, actually, you left her back at camp, presumably. So
1: we we just got talk amongst ourselves. We come up with all these things that Adam just said to us. We work them all out ourselves. Um, I'm like, uh... <laughs> we so, have these thoughts. N- yeah, those, those, those thoughts were ours. Adam is yeah. my inner voice. Um, yeah, yeah. All,
2: of, all of my internal thoughts are in Adam's voice.
1: I've
3: worked a long time to make that
1: true. Should we see if Crystal can can maybe do something to keep the island afloat? Or or gently lower it down saying if anyone knows how to work the the island it's it's her right
2: i think she's our best guess for information as to how that floating happened um maybe her and Yanov together he's a little freak sometimes he figures stuff out um i think they're our best bet to figure out why it's floating can 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 cammy look around does it look like we're like is is air whooshing up like slowly or is
3: so if you were in free fall you would be lifting off of the planet basically um but you could feel free to like roll and notice if you feel anything uh askew or off and anybody can feel free to roll and notice. i mean
2: i
1: I don't think we need to worry about why it's floating more of how do we keep it floating
2: yeah well i I just want to i want to stay on high alert to figure out when i can tell it's in free fall so that we can get on our flying creatures and maybe try to save any npc that um amuses us
1: uh, Mort's you know, just gonna uh, hold up a, a sign like the wider guy he does
3: when he falls off a cliff. Mm. Yeah.
2: He's gonna hover <laughs> yeah. in the
3: air for a while, and then he's gonna. Drop. I did watch. I did watch Avengers: Age of Ultron not too long ago, and I did feel to myself, "Boy, when Sokovia like dropped out of the sky, not enough people held up signs and yeah. yikes, mm-hmm. you know? Whoopsie.
2: Okay, all right, lot a lot fucking going on. Can uh, before we get out of this sort of recon mode situation. Mm-hmm. Um are we close enough to the big like gathering of people that Cammy mm-hmm. could walk over and talk to of like a a villager a a, a peon?
3: Yeah, absolutely. There's a plenty of people around here.
2: Uh no K- no Cammy's the poloi, <laughs> very important to note. Uh can Cammy locate an older woman like a yeah, spinster? Of course. Okay. Yes,
3: there's a woman and she looks like really spinstery. She's got seven warts on her face.
2: Good. that's a that's a good yeah, just solid the right amount of, life. Amount of warts. yeah um sorry sorry, excuse me, I was um in the bathroom when all this got started. can you t- what can you just tell me what's going on? I sort of followed what with the
3: castle? you don't know what's going over to castle?
2: well, there's a big hole. I don't remember there being a hole there. I went into the bathroom. it wasn't that long ago, but' been well, a, real- a hole
3: there that's the problem. look at it, it's a big old hole
2: and we're we're just all checking the hole out.
3: I mean you don't see a hole like this every day. At least not where I'm from. It's been eons since I've seen a hole like this.
2: Can you tell me about the first hole that you saw like this?
3: My first husband, Chauncey. Chauncey? Chauncey.
2: Chauncey. Sorry, I'm so Chauncey, sorry, ma'am. Chauncey, yeah. Chauncey, okay. Uh,
3: what a firm hole on that man. Let me the, tell you. The
2: thing that you like about this is that it's firm? It not, it has well, not like a size firm. thing. Okay.
3: No. Anyway, it's a big old hole. I've never seen, I guess i never seen a castle hole like this before. It's pretty impressive. Did
2: you see what made it? Were you here when it happened?
3: I imagined it was something to do with all those weird glowing crystals they had set up the, the, the time before, you know, all day yesterday. Setting up weird crystals in a strange array, you know, it was all roped off. It was very hush-hush. Next thing you know, all the crystals gone. All the side of the wall gone.
2: They spent a full day setting the crystals up? I mean, it's better part
3: of a day, certainly. You know, bringing them in, setting them up,
2: has the, aligning them. Has the king like <laughs> come out of the castle and said anything to about why there's a huge, you know, massive hole in the side of the castle? Talk oh, about how you firm mean it is.
3: That, that guy. Well, I mean, he's pretty comatose. I've I've heard
2: that. That's the rumor. Is that he's comat- How long was I in the bathroom? He's just comatose now.
3: I mean, I heard he's pretty comatose. I mean, I, apparently he was really, really took a beat. like maybe it was sunstroke. Wait, where was did Jasper come from? Oh, yeah, he's an old lady. <laughs> I heard he was comatose from, uh, it was, it was a problem. He's sunstroke, you know. A sunstroke, because he was out. Yeah, he was out the other day. He was announcing to everyone. He said bad things to everybody. He was like, oh, no, you guys can't have any food. And then next thing you know, Sudstroke, I guess, you know, I haven't seen, I'm not, I'm not up to speed on it.
2: Did, did your house get uh, all damaged when the island flew into the sky? To, when Vrim flew into the sky? Do you know that we're in the sky?
3: We are in the sky. It's very unfortunate. Um, My house is not damaged per se. I did have a few things on upper shelves that did fall off. And, um, but you now know, you can some-
2: reach in I uh- bet. And that's good. Yeah, they're all crumbled they're on the dusty. floor. Oh, well, okay. Mm-hmm.
3: You know. It broke two of my Dale Earnhardt Jr. commemorative plates. And they're not making those anymore.
2: <laughs> this is not what I expected when I went to talk to a spinster. You're very interesting. What's your name, ma'am? Spinstress. Okay. <laughs> Spinstress. it's been it's been lovely. Um I I hope this the whole crowd gets what they want out of just looking at a hole. Um you You've been great. Thank you very much. Uh, remember, I'm a human woman. And then she <laughs> turns on her heel. All right. Bye. Katie's going to come back to the uh, the boys. OK, so apparently th- there's nothing else going on. Uh, all the folks are just gathering to look at the hole because of the firmness of it.
0: It's a very firm hole. That's a weird. I figured it'd be more of a size thing.
2: I, that's what I assumed too, that it would be a size thing. Um, I, that's what I get for assuming, I guess. Uh, so she did say that they took like a full day to set up a bunch of, I assume, ritualistic crystals that they got out of the place that we were in. So I, that's probably why they sent us to, uh, to Fimblevienther, uh, so they could get all the crystals and then have time to set it all up.
1: Adam, when we were moving through the tower and noticed all of the crystals and stuff were missing... Did we notice if any of the machinery that was used to create the portals was also missing?
3: Yes.
2: Are all the crystals and everything that was set up, is it all gone? Or is there any crystal rubble left?
3: Oh, i got to roll something. You okay. got a bunch of people okay. here.
2: Okay, I, okay, I got. Okay, I st- okay. Cammy had a a pe- a chunk of crystal in her mm-hmm. like bag or pocket or upper ass or whatever, wherever she was keeping it. And when we hit the little like tuning fork thing, it turned different colors, just like all the others. And it would yes. be like glowing. Okay, if. If Cammy is like, can she pull it out of his po- out of her pocket? Is it glowing a color so that I can try to figure out what plane the, the, this this vault got sent to? Uh,
3: yeah, you can pull the crystal out of your pocket. If you pull the crystal out of your pocket, it is not glowing right now.
2: It's not glowing right now.
1: I'm thinking instead of using the wither glass, they may have used all the crystals to just create a huge old portal to another
0: plane. We should just fly the hippogriffs out of here. But we don't have any hippogriffs. Or ligers or tigers. Again, I've did did a lot of drugs.
2: Well, magic was way different before. So this might be like kind of similar to the wither glasses, but the wither glasses couldn't go to different planes. So it may be like a part of this.
1: I mean, not as far as we know, but I mean, maybe they have powers that we didn't know about.
2: There's a lot about this world we didn't know about. I'm a small fox. I look like a human one, but I'm a small fox.
3: More roll a lore. one uh, you don't know if it's if it was another like plane or dimension. You don't know if it was oh, real Ezra. or fake. You don't even know it enough to even necessarily know if you should mention it. But yeah, Ezra at one point was trapped within a wither, was trapped within a wither glass in a place where he met literal gods. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that?
1: Got a diamond hand. Yeah, got chumped off. Mm mm-hmm.
3: Mhm. So that at least lends credence to the fact that the concept of wither glasses does not automatically result in teleportation from one location to another within a plane but sometimes goes outside of those planes,
1: maybe combining the wither glass with the crystals allows them to teleport large chunks to other planes
2: would cami know where the main exporter of wither glasses was?
3: yeah, well, yes, that. So so the place that was most known for creating and producing Wither Glasses was Denderast. It's been a significant period of time since Denderast did that. Um, and in fact, the Wither Glass that uh, the original crew of the Brute Force found in a long-forgotten temple... Uh, was the first witherglass that anybody had really seen in a significant period of time. They were used by royalty in Denderast a long, long time ago. Because it
2: was like a failsafe, right? It was like a, it was like a, right? Uh, yeah. Because yeah, it, it would
3: only, yeah. They were all keyed to take people specifically to like the throne room in Dendera's, because they had like that as their as their central place. But it is also something that has been highly replicated. Uh, in your like presence, you've known it uh, as something that yeah. Yanov has been able to replicate. So the concept of a wither glass as a teleportation device is uh perhaps fairly new like post celestial war. Uh who knows what that looked like before the celestial war. That magic probably exists. I
1: wonder if the glass in the wither glass is those crystals.
2: It makes me think that it could it could have something to do with like the raw materials rec- that would need to go into a wither glass being like similar, to, you know, or like a part of this or whatever, or it may be like a Star Trek thing where uh, it like it inspired, <laughs> it inspired, and now our current technology is sh- is like shaped in similar ways because that mm. was the that was the visual that we had of what we wanted to use. Yeah.
3: Well, a lot of these questions are important to think about, but the person that would most be able to answer that is sitting back at your camp right now.
2: Okay. All right. I before we go back to our camp because I don't want to I don't want to have to turn all all of my tails. There's so sure. many. I don't have to turn all five tails and come back here. Right. I do want to once again full paloy sneak around and see if there's any like crystal remnants left that I can scoop up to try to figure out what plane they took it, too. Uh,
3: all right. So roll me a investigation on the ground.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Give me an investigation. Um, how would you feel about it being a notice? That's fine. Okay. Yes. If,
3: uh, it can be like kind of passive. Like you guys are like, all right, cool. And you're just like heading out. Just give me a notice on your way out of the area.
2: I did good. Got a six. Okay. Sorry, I'm th- sorry. A three in notice. So it was a five. I'm sorry. It's a three in notice. So it's a five. Sorry. It's five. OK,
3: so your five is still exceptionally good. Um, you notice that. Yeah. As you're walking out, you see like some what looked like pulverized glass almost. Um, but you remember that there is no glass windows in the outer uh, wall of the castle. It wouldn't make any sense for there to be any glass here. And they seem to be in like large kind of piles and chunks. And so it's very likely that that is like pulverized crystal. Uh, And as you kind of like lean down to kind of like take a closer look at it, this mound of like pulverized glass, part of it kind of shifts and falls off to one side towards the palace it like like it's a like it is it's like a landslide almost in this crystal sorts sort of starts to happen and you kind of realize in this exceptional notice roll that as you look back up to uh like the horizon to the edge of rim where your camp is set that you're looking at an uphill hike that wasn't uphill before oh shit oh the island's tilting and that's where we're going to call it for the day. Oh, in my ass. And that's where we're going to call it for the day. <laughs> All right, I feel like I need to do a little bit of image repair here because this particular episode doesn't doesn't paint me in the greatest of light. Um, so listen, I'm an honest man, and I've lived my life with meager means for most of it. And at this point in my life, I was certainly... Um, Well, I was next to destitute. I was not doing well, financially speaking. And I took it upon myself at this moment when Leland had been passed out and when Hollis was wandered off to rifle through Leland's pockets. Um, I had seen this man pull limitless coins from his pockets. I had seen him pull out rubies the size of my fist. I had seen him pluck little diamonds out of his lapel, as if they were just dewdrops on a fresh spring tulip. So I figured, you know, I gotta get mine, you know. So I start rifling through his pockets, nothing of value, except for a significant amount of drugs. So I thought to myself, well, maybe it's the drugs. You know, perhaps it's something in one of these drug vials that when he imbibes it, because I see him sniffing these things all day, every day. Maybe that's how he does it. Maybe this is a magical drug of some sort that allows you to produce limitless supplies of wealth. So I snorted a little bit of like 15 or 16 different things that he had. Just a little. And I was just... I was gonzo. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Plus, if you've ever been on a floating island and you look at the edge of it and you haven't thought to yourself, wonder if I could piss off that? You're not a person. You're not a sentient and sapient creature. Every one of you would have tried the same thing. And it's not my fault that the winds, the crosswinds were blowing it away that day uh, to blow it all back up. So listen, don't judge one man on one moment on his life where he peed all over himself and also where he was all drugged by like 15 different drugs and also tried to rob a sleeping unconscious man it was a bad day I'm not saying it wasn't a bad day it was absolutely a bad day don't judge me on my worst day you know so anyway we'll get more of that exciting part of the story uh where the whole island is going flippy floppy next time here at the Gilded Ram Grog House interior, tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you next time.
2: That was a great episode. I liked the amount of piss content we had. I feel I feel like we either go way too hard in the piss content, or we don't hit piss content hard enough. Um, but I think this was a, a great balance of piss content in this episode. We
3: pissed right through the eye of the piss needle.
2: Yes, piss. Yes, yeah. piss right through the eye of the piss needle. That's a perfect yep. way to put it.
3: And that came
1: back through the needle yep. and into our faces.
2: Exactly, just like sewing. It was perfect.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm excited about uh, like the level of. Uh, of of plot that you guys have got into here i feel like there have been a lot of things brewing behind the scenes for a long time you guys have a uh, bulk of the like of, of like the expository information already uh and you guys are made ready to to make some moves so I'm excited tell you what, i got something brewing behind the scenes right
2: now <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> we we don't do a lot of clue gathering uh in brute force all the time but it does feel very very good to have an episode where it all comes together and to cause like in the, in the first season we had that big episode, but it was like a Gary on doing a bunch of stuff. So it feels Mm -hmm. real good for, uh, for me to feel like I have learned things.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like in the first season, a lot of that stuff happened. uh, It it was stuff you were finding out about that you were finding out motivations for, for things that were happening around you that you really had no influence over. Yeah. Whereas this is now a situation where you have been like living in the middle of it and have seen these moves happening and now you're starting to figure out why the things are happening are happening and the motivations that you maybe thought were there uh were uh not the actual motivations nobody really cares about this 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 uh kingdom
2: uh what i'm trying to say is that we are incredibly smart and i do think that if this whole us having you know outside of this careers doesn't pan out we can all just uh be private detectives we can be private investigators yeah. uh,
3: just as a heads up i am a professional teacher and i give every one of you an a plus today yes you. i, did great.
2: I am a clues. I, okay. I am a freelance middle child and that validation is very important to me
3: that's
1: the first a plus i've ever in
3: we're gonna pan over to the little star chart I keep for uh, for Ray over on the side. It's just Wall overflowing, over and there's like, <laughs> it's <just so> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been? Have you ever been to a museum where they give you a little sticker when you come in, and then when you walk out, there's a map there, and everybody puts their stickers on the so map weird. from where they're from? Anyway, that's what the star chart looks like. It's just. It's four foot thick now It's a star star chart that's four foot thick
2: There's a little key that has Like a black dot as a demerit But there's there's not a single one on the poster But there's a key just just in case Just in case Just so you keep me in line and know that demerits are possible uh, just not I, I think
1: there might be a black spot added there for my two tenths joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh,
3: I, it was taken back away when I was able to double down on the
1: intense,
2: intense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of intense, uh, let's read this review. It's my favorite review because it's the one right in front of me right now. One of the best narrative first real play podcasts around by Terranism thank you Terranism I've been listening to Brute Force since the rough and tumble Dungeon World days and the quality of both the acting slash role playing and storytelling from Adam, Carly, Pat, John and eventually Ray has been both supremely enjoyable to listen to and impressive to note as our story has grown and spiraled out of control. At this point I'm not even sure where the story is going anymore, and every new episode is the highlight of my day, week, and year. If you want to listen to an evolving story with tons of funny goofs, great story moments, and a talking dog with a weirdly bronxy accent, this is the podcast you should look to first before seeking medical attention. I like the
3: fact that you mentioned Sachmano <laughs> 3 Chino. Not enough people giving the shout-outs to Sachmano <laughs> 3 Chino. That's how we place.
2: know your taste is impeccable that you're uh, that you're loving Sachmano 3 Chino best i'm odd. gonna
3: tip my bola hat right at you buddy
2: <laughs> there's a short list of podcasts that i hold close to my heart and would re-listen to on a whim and brute force is easily in the top three of those i will probably become inconsolable when this storyline reaches its inevitable conclusion and then i will most likely sue all five parties involved in its creation for emotional damages and distress also just as a side note the banter between Bray and pat kills me every time and i honestly don't know how you all are able to even get through an episode with both of them in the same session Thank you, Terranism. That was great. Um, I'll tell you how to brew up uh, the kind of banter that Pat and I have. Um, Take two people that are just notorious, notorious attention hogs. Um, Make sure they're brewed in the same general, like, southern swamp. Uh, keep them apart from each other <laughs> for the first 25 or so years of their lives and then throw them into the same uh, place and record it. Uh, because Pat sounds like every dude I went to high school with and I sound like every chick, chick that I went to high school with. So we're strangers that immediately uh, were familiar, which is weird, but Speaking works.
1: Speaking of brewing, we need to wrap this up so you can find us at the Group <laughs>
3: Podcast <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> or you can find adam at the adam bash uh you can follow ray on instagram at <laughs>
2: yes, ray yes. not romano uh you can follow uh, uh carly on twitter with animated me with the e's as threes
1: you can find pat on twitter at patrick underscore rankin
3: or you can follow john on twitter with nudzer with a z not a z and if you use a z so help me god yeah i will come to your house and I will steal your keyboard, mm-hmm. and I will replace it with one that has Z's because you should be using the right lettering. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's down with Z's. We're all Z's here. It's all Z's all the way down. Uh, metric Thank you all for listening so much. You're the best.
3: Donkey meow meow.
1: Donkey
2: huh? meow meow.
3: Who? <laughs> You do notice that Jasper's hat is—it looks like it's—it's it's pretty moist at this point.
0: Can I have a quick—I have I have, a, I have a quick twenty-second timeout about piss, real quick. John, you can keep this, in. this reminded me when I was in college. I visited some friends at Appalachian State College, and we were stumbling back from the bars to the—the the place in the middle of the night. And there's this guy not with our group who's standing in the middle of the street, and he's just full on pissing in the street. And someone goes, "Hey, man." You can't do that. And he goes, well, fine, I'll do this. And he straight up turns his penis upwards and leans down and pisses up into his own face. That is the <laughs> true thing that I saw when I was 19 years old.
2: App State is known for great weed, bad talent. You do not go to apt. Ugh.
3: I have a similar story. I had a buddy of mine in college named Cordero, who was just the wildest little dude. Very Danny DeVito mm-hmm. type. Uh, and he like I remember we were we were 20 years old and he was already mostly bald I love that that is the man <laughs> and he was a short stout dude and he got completely bald blasted at this bar we went to one night and uh, I ran into him at the ba- in the bathroom and he's like, hey! He's like, you want to see something? You want to see something f- I'll fuck you up? Watch this, I got pee over my own shoulder and he tilts his penis back towards himself to pee over his own shoulder behind him, which he did, but he didn't ah. factor in the fact that eventually that stream has uh-huh. to cross your body to get right. there uh, so he did pee all up his shirt and across his shoulder before it went over his shoulder um, so yeah
0: John, you got, any good, you got any good piss stories, John? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I got, I, got, I got one more. I woke up after a party one time and walked out of my bedroom in my apartment to go to the bathroom. And there was a man who I didn't know, who I guess was crashing on our couch, standing up, full on pissing all over our coffee table on my roommate's laptop. Ugh. And I was still very drunk. And I just went, dude, stop. And then, (laughs) and then walked outside to pee off the balcony and went back inside and went to bed.